tuned to WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor at 6.31, time for Pandora's Lunchbox, our weekly uh, magazine hosted by anchor Mike Perini, who is uh, working long hours this week. My name is Mars, and uh, I'll be sitting in, and I welcome you to uh, the music of uh, the Azuma Kabuki dancers and musicians uh, playing February 1954 uh, in New York City, the first troupe of its kind, kabuki that is, to uh, visit America from Japan. As we approach uh, December 7th, the uh, anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor, um, we're going to focus today and pay tribute to uh, an inspirational story of a very brave California agriculture inspector who quit his job in the middle of World War II to manage fruit farms of Japanese families forced to live in internment camps. The piece we're listening to is an offering to the gods, a dance to shake off the impure elements of the earth, to purify it and pray for a bountiful harvest. So we're going to continue giving thanks for the harvest And uh, we also have some breaking news, hot off the press this morning. Dateline Kingsley, Michigan, AP Wire, says, Cash finally made it home after a few days. A missing dog in northern Michigan? No, a missing calf. Allison Fulis says her 650-pound calf was found wandering in the woods, this past Tuesday in Grand Traverse County, two days after he ran away during a walk. The teenager tells the Grand Rapids Press that Cash, as in Cash Cow, traveled four miles from home in the Kingsley area. The calf will be competing soon at the Michigan State University Winter Beef Classic. She says she's just happy that, quote, my moo is home. And uh, during deer season... You definitely want to protect your cows, especially a 650-pounder. How big do uh, steers get? I guess he's going to be a steer someday. Closer to home, Kindlefest is coming to the Carytown District tomorrow night, December 4th. It's Friday from 6 to 10 p.m., Carytown District's Kindle Fest is an annual free and outdoor holiday market centered around the Ann Arbor's farm, Farmer's Market on Detroit Street here in Ann Arbor, featuring local and regional artisans and farmers selling handcrafted ornaments, toys, and holiday gifts, as well as German foods, sweets, and beverages. Mike tells me that uh, they usually sell Glühwein there, uh, or mulled wine. But there will also be live music, fire pits to keep you warm, and warming tents, some more roasting, and a lantern parade in the Carytown neighborhood. Bring your family and parade around with colorful lanterns while singing holiday carols. Make a night of it and explore the entire downtown area. As uh, we are entering, nudging into the holiday season for sure. And mulled wine is a beverage I've only ever seen hot, but it can be served hot or warm, maybe alcoholic or non-alcoholic, 
and is the traditional drink during winter, especially around Christmas. Uh, usually made with red wine, along with various mulling spices and raisins. Wine was first recorded as spiced and heated in Rome during the second century. The Romans traveled all across Europe, conquering much of it and trading with the rest. The legions brought wine and viticulture with them up the Rhine and Danube rivers to the Scottish border, bringing their recipes with them. Mulled wine is uh, popular uh, throughout the winter. One Victorian recipe was called Smoking Bishop, and in the Netherlands, the drink is known as uh, Bischopsvein, literally Bishop's Wine, uh, drunk during the Sinterklaas holidays, and uh, the Feast of St. Nicholas is happening this weekend, so get out your shoes and leave a carrot for St. Nick's horse. And uh, the Dutch use oranges instead of lemons. In Quebec, Canada, of course, red wine is mixed with, wait for it, maple syrup and hard liquor and heated. The drink is called caribou and is very popular during the Quebec Winter Carnival. Returning to our uh, story of uh, Bob Fletcher, who at uh, the ripe old age of 101 uh, died two years ago, he helped uh, Japanese Americans. I want to read from uh, Howard Zinn a note about uh, Pearl Harbor. It was not the humane concern for Japan's uh, bombing of civilians that led to Roosevelt's outraged call for war. Japan's attack on China in 1937, her bombing of civilians at Nanking, had not provoked the United States to war. It was when Japan threatened potential U.S. markets by its attempted takeover of China, but especially as it moved toward the tin, rubber, and oil of Southeast Asia, that the United States became alarmed and took those measures which led to the Japanese attack, a total embargo on scrap iron and a total embargo on oil in the summer of 1941. After Japan bombed Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941, the United States government forced 120,000 Japanese Americans on the West Coast out of their homes and into internment camps far in the interior of the United States for the duration of the war. Near Sacramento, many of the Japanese who were relocated were farmers who had worked land around the town of Florin since at least the 1890s. Mr. Bob Fletcher, who was single at the time and in his early 30s, knew many of them through his work inspecting fruit for the government. The farmers regarded him as honest and he respected their operations. Al Tsukamoto, whose parents arrived in the United States in 1905, approached Mr. Fletcher with a business proposal. Would he be willing to manage the farms of two family friends of Mr. Tsukamoto's, one of whom was elderly, and to pay the taxes and mortgages while they were away? In return, he could keep all the profits. Mr. Fletcher and Mr. Tsukamoto had not been close, and Mr. Fletcher had no experience growing the farmer's specialty, flame toque grapes. There we have the wine connection again. But he accepted the offer, and for the next three years, he worked a total of 90 acres on three farms. He had also decided to run Mr. Tsukamoto's farm. He worked 18-hour days and lived in the bunkhouse Mr. Tsukamoto had reserved for migrant workers. 
he paid the bills of all three families, the Sukamotos, the Okamotos, and the Nitas. He kept only half the profits. Many Japanese-American families lost property while they were in camps because they could not pay their bills. Most in the Florin area moved elsewhere after the war. When the Tsukamotos returned in 1945, they found that Mr. Fletcher had left them money in the bank and that his new wife, Teresa, had cleaned the Tsukamoto's house in preparation for their return. One of the uh, little girls, um, Mary Tsukamoto, was a teacher, activist, and historian who uh, wrote, co-wrote with Elizabeth Pinkerton a book called We the People, A Story of Internment in America, if you're interested in, in more uh, details. Um, Americans did not know that the camps were a thing until after the war, which um, is pretty dreadful. Mr. Fletcher's willingness to work the farms was not well received in Florin, where before the war some people had resented the Japanese immigrants for their success. Japanese children in the area were required to attend segregated schools. Mr. Fletcher was unruffled by personal attacks. He felt the Japanese farmers were being mistreated. I did know a few of them pretty well, he says, and never did agree with the evacuation. They were the same as anybody else. It was obvious they had nothing to do with Pearl Harbor. After the war, resentment against the Japanese in Florin continued. If Mr. Tsukamoto tried to buy a part at the hardware store, only to be told that the part was not in stock, he would ask Mr. Fletcher to buy it for him. Robert Emmett Fletcher was born in San Francisco on July 26, 1911, when the city was still rebuilding after the great earthquake five years earlier. He uh, attended the University of California, Davis, and later managed a peach orchard before taking the job as state shipping point inspector. The Fletchers bought their own land in Florin after the war and raised hay and cattle. Mr. Fletcher was a volunteer firefighter in Florin for many decades before becoming the paid fire chief. He was never much for celebrating his role in the war, and he noted that other Florin residents had also helped their Japanese neighbors. I don't know about courage, he said in 2010, as Florin was preparing to honor him in a ceremony. It took a devil of a lot of hard work. So salute, Mr. Bob Fletcher. And uh, because of a new Broadway musical inspired by uh, George Takei's family story of uh, their own time in the Japanese internment camps here in the United States, um, we're all learning more about this uh, very uh, sad time in history and literally taking years out of uh, people's lives. George Takei was uh, four years old. Uh, he was born in uh, near Los Angeles, California. And in 1942, his family was sent to the Rower camp in Arkansas. His parents refused to take a loyalty oath, and they were moved back to California to a maximum security camp in Lake Toole. Uh, they were not released until 1946, which according to my calendar, was well after the war was supposedly over. Um, George Takei's parents were not farmers. They were involved in real estate. His mother was born in the United States, so they were full American citizens. In uh, the, this Broadway show, 
Allegiance, in which uh, George Takei uh, plays the grandfather. And uh, again, it's kind of based on his own, inspired by uh, his own family's story. Uh, this, the, the family in the play are called Kimura, and uh, the show is called Allegiance, if I didn't mention that. Um, the musical presents the slice of life at one of those encampments, the Heart Mountain Camp in Wyoming, where activist inmates were jailed for organizing political protests. The family um, in, the, in the show are working-class farmers from the Salinas Valley in California. And the venerable grandfather, Oji Chan, played with enormous heart and humor by George Takei, according to Variety, uh, shows traditional Japanese equanimity by planting a garden and trusting it to flourish in the dusty soil. I want to go towards uh, Japan a little bit now. And again, for this season, UNICEF cards were always a big part of uh, my mother's Christmas card writing ritual. And uh, they published, um, UNICEF published a series of LPs uh, of different, you know, featuring different countries of the world. Um, several of these were uh, created and told by Christabel Wirasinghe, who we're going to hear in a moment. She was uh, born in Ceylon, now Sri Lanka. And uh, I think she uh, performed and uh, put together about six of these LPs sponsored by World Federation of United Nations Associations. country is so mountainous it has little space for its people and even less for grazing cattle to produce meat. But through careful use of the soil Japan does raise vegetables and grain and many different kinds of fruit. The farmers sing as they work in the field and the rhythm of their song lightens the day's task. to read some words from Yoko Ono. They're from the liner notes of her album, Blueprint for a Sunrise. 
in which she's dressed in a full uh, kimono on the artwork. During the same war, but in Japan, my brother and I were stranded at a farm in the country we had been evacuated to. We were starving. One day I saw my brother looking extremely tired and sad. It pained me to see him like that. Usually he was an active, jolly little boy who laughed at the drop of a hat. But now he looked as helpless and confused as the rest of us. Suddenly a good idea came to me. I explained to my brother that we were going to think of a dream menu. Think of the dinner you want to eat. He started slowly. I want ice cream. But that's a dessert. We should start with soup, of course. We created an elaborate meal in the air. My brother's face started to light up. Finally, he gave me the sweet chuckle I loved so much. And now moving to uh, a different album by Yoko, uh, Rising. You're going to hear uh, uh, the song, Wouldn't It? She gets pretty pretty tough. She's, uh, she speaks her mind. And um, I'm going to dedicate this to uh, all the heroes who uh, are brave just doing what they know how to do. Yeah. 
Japanese folk music from uh, Shogetsu Watanabe and the Society for the Preservation of Japanese Folk Songs, an old uh, lyric chord LP. We heard a uh, song entitled Soma Bon Uta, the song of the Bon Festival in summer. Uh, a big harvest we had this year. The rice grew even on weeds. And with this rainy weather we've had this week, thinking about... That must be good for the rice. My name's Mars. I've been uh, with you here on Pandora's Lunchbox this week. Uh, Mike Perini is roving, but very present, feeding us news, uh, including uh, uh, 
Kindle Fest going on tomorrow in the Carytown District. Be on the lookout for that mulled wine, Glühwein. I don't know how to say it in German. Glühwein. Glühwein. Glowing. I guess it makes your innards glow. Uh, from 6 to 10 around the Ann Arbor's far- Farmer's Market area, including a lantern parade. Going to go out with a um, song for the Christmas season by uh, Ginji Ito. And as uh, probably our biggest crop being harvested right now in the state is Christmas trees, this is uh, a song all about uh, the dusting of snow on the Christmas trees. Stay tuned for Arwolf and Face the Music. Actually...
Japanese Merry Christmas record. Thank you, Mars. That's right. It's 7 o'clock in the evening. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. 88.3 is the, uh, the reading on the, uh, the radio detector. And we're uh, streaming at WCBN.org. Student-run experimental radio at the University of Michigan, and in keeping with our long-standing educational component, the educational mission involving U of M staffers and lots of people from the Ann Arbor community as well. Right now, it's time for Face the Music. And this is an historical uh, survey that I've been conducting now for, this is the 14th installment. I'm doing an 18-week series of programs um, coordinated by the number five. Why the number five? Well, it's nearing the end of 2015, and so I've got music um, either uh, composed or published or recorded, usually recorded, in years ending with the number five from the first half of the 20th century. And what you're about to hear was uh, composed and published 100 years ago by W.C. Handy. So in 1915, he came out with something called the Blue Gummed Blues. That's G-U-M-M-E-D, Blue Gummed Blues. Now, you're probably wondering what that means. Um, Very simply, this is a love song. According to the liner notes from W.C. Handy's Beale Street, Carl Wolf and his orchestra,